In every real estate transaction, something comes up that the buyer or seller may have a question about. But in the heat of the moment, the question goes unanswered. Each episode, I talk with real estate experts and real estate vendors to provide a look at what goes on behind the scenes in the real estate world to get you answers. I blend in local Santa Cruz history, add some tips and tricks, all designed to help you be successful in your next real estate project. Tell your friends you can't talk right now because you are with the Realtor Lady. Hey there, this is Michelle Rep Logal, and you are with the Realtor Lady. And it is my pleasure to introduce Michelle Bailey. She is an agent in Idaho with Keller Williams. And I've asked her to be on to talk about Idaho, kind of a a primer for people who are thinking of moving to that state, especially from our fair state of California. And we're going to go over some key points, key areas, and Michelle has graciously it's going to discuss the good and some of the bad. She's she's going to give it to us. I talked to some other realtors. I interviewed some others, and um, they just didn't have a lot of the meat that I think people need to know when they when they move from make such a a, a drastic move from California to Idaho. So I'm looking forward to hearing all your great information, Michelle. Take it away. Take it away. Take Some it away. great meat the, from the blunt one, I guess. So <laughs> um, I, I, Michelle Bailey, I run the Ben Kinney real estate team and I'm actually in Meridian, Idaho, which is just outside of Boise. So we kind of just run into each other. Um, I've been doing it 15 years and what, what do you want me to dig into? The good, the bad, and the ugly? Well, you had told me... My headphones aren't working. You had told, I know. You had told me, um, first, we were going to start with like the five key areas of Idaho. So maybe you can kind of go through each of the five and then kind of give a little summary. So like in our area, we have... We actually are so multifaceted. We have a mountain area. We have a we have beachfront. Then we kind of have in the middle, and they all have different climates. I mean, they're all like drastically different from each other. And um, sometimes it's just not even deciding on a house, but deciding what kind of what area you want to live in. Sure. So if I could, I just remembered. Let me back it up a little bit to how I even got here. Would that be okay? Uh, that's please. Um, yes, please. Yes. Okay. I totally forgot. I'm actually from your state um, of California. So I'm originally from the Bay Area, born and raised um, for the most part. And I moved to Idaho in 2005 um, after my divorce. So my background is law enforcement. And um, I think I even said to you, my ongoing joke is I had a job where I can kind of piss anyone off and I was Okay. And I moved to Idaho, and for some reason, I thought it was a really good idea to get into um, sales, 100% commission, and in an area that I didn't know anyone as a single parent. So there you have it. I moved here because um, I wanted a better place to raise my kiddos. I wanted a slower pace. Matter of fact, my um, ex-husband is the police officer in uh, Vacaville. He just actually retired last month. And I remember talking with him right after I moved to Idaho, probably within just a few months. And the stress in his voice, just like that mm. tension. And I went, I don't, I don't really want to talk to you because you're stressing me out. And that's something that's an intangible that I never even really thought about until later. But um, we do have 
um, in the great state. We probably have like, I would say the five big areas that you mentioned. We have the Boise metro area. Um, it's kind of funny to call it the metro area, but really I would include in that uh, Mountain Home Air Force Base, which is 45 minutes um, east of Boise. And we are actually really close to the Oregon border. Um, so for anyone that likes to partake in recreational use of drugs, then that's available. <laughs> it will do that. Where is that uh, at? Wait, where is that? I got to make a note. <laughs> yeah, right on the border. Um, we are home to the famous Boise State in the Blue Turf. On the border um, of which state, though? For us Oregon. people who, ah, okay. Oregon, yeah. We're right on the border of Oregon. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> We have uh, Coeur d'Alene, which is up north, beautiful area, a lot more snow than we get here in Boise. Um, we have the Idaho Falls Pocatello area, which is going to be more east, um, mm -hmm. going towards Utah, um, a little bit more desert kind of feel, like especially when you're driving there. Um, it's home to Idaho State University. Um, between Boise and the Idaho Falls Pocatello areas, we have Twin Falls. Um, which is home to, um, we call it the Little Niagara Falls, the Shoshone Falls. Um, and then we have the Lewiston, Moscow area, which also houses the University of Idaho. And it's in the middle of the state, but really west. So you could actually go to school and live in Washington state. That's how close um, that is. Our entire state population is less than 2 million. Oh, that's significant, though. Maybe yeah, two millions, something. I don't know how many people are in your area. Just in our area? Yeah. God, who knows? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, a lot. And yeah. they're they're all driving two cars each. Oh yeah, so lots of traffic. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you actually a funny story, traffic wise, mm -hmm. um, because you mentioned the two cars. A lot of the time, people move here and they say, "Well, I'm going to commute into Boise." So I just want to be like an hour drive from Boise. That's fine. But when you get here, you may be used to driving in traffic. But when you get here, it's a different kind of traffic. And so um, I usually tell people, you know, let it kind of sink in a little bit. Um, so as an example, when I first moved here, um, I was visiting friends in Eagle. And Eagle is the north part the northwest part of the valley. And we were going to the only Costco we had at the time. We now have three. So that means we're big time. We have three. Wait, wait, uh, three Costco's per Idaho? You only No, we have three Costco's in that in the Boise metro area. Yeah, we're like big time. Yeah. Um anyway, we it was a day trip to go to Costco because the traffic and just it's really was tops 25 minute drive. But it was legit a planned day trip to go to Costco. Oh my gosh! So, did is the state growing faster than the infrastructure is? Is that what's going on? Yep, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, we have a lot. We do have a lot of traffic. So they could expect the same pains they see here in the Bay, the Bay Area. I mean, we have a lot of roads, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, definitely. It's actually. Yeah. People really crap about it, but they never really spend any time trying to plan out their, you know, there's plenty of people like my husband who's kind of planned out his commute. He commutes from Santa Cruz to San Jose every day, and he's 
there's a window he can go and there's a window he can come home and it's the same time every I mean it, it he just plans it out and all the people who complain I'm just like well both jobs now especially are flexible it's like I think you could plan this a little bit better and you'd be in good shape I think that's a good point I remember uh, living in Vacaville and I was commuting from Alameda and when I would leave, I had to leave on Fridays by two o'clock or I would not get home from work before six. It was just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. We have a beach area. We're also connected to like Monterey. And on Fridays, if you are not in pretty much the southbound lane, uh, let's see, halfway through Santa Cruz, you're going to sit every mm-hmm. Friday. It didn't even matter during COVID, I don't think. It was just a thing. So ah, that's too bad. So traffic, so so you you're you mentioned earlier, so you liked it because it is more laid back. But you also mentioned some other areas that people might want to consider if they kind of like the more liberal side of California. Where would they move in Idaho where they would not have so much um shock from the differences in um, political <laughs> opinions. How do you say that without pissing somebody off? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we might get some hate mail. Um, well, that means somebody's listening. I always say, oh, all, all right. right. we got to yeah, fit sure. all two of my listeners. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that would be good. So <clears throat> Idaho in general is very conservative. Okay. Um, in Across the entire state. And um, probably the most liberal would be Boise proper. And that's where the college is. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Second most liberal. Oh my gosh. There isn't one. <laughs> I'm oh. not sure how to answer that, to be honest. Oh, gotcha. No worries. Um, and so house prices, where um from maybe knowing the shape of the state, kind of Washington to the east to the south, where how to how does the house prices change or do they, are they pretty even all the no, way around? They do, change. they do change. I mean, so the Boise area, we, um, it's called Ada County and the neighboring County is Canyon County. And then we have gem, um, twin falls is we call that the magic Valley. Anyway, the, the Boise area itself, I mean, in Ada County, our average sold price, um, the, over this last week was just over 600,000. Okay. Um, Canyon County, just to give you a difference, the average was just under 488. So that's sitting more outside Boise. That's like the. Yeah, that would be a easy commute into Boise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any talks of rail or transit or anything to ease or wider freeways? Any. We um, just underwent some extension on our main freeway Um, in Canyon County. They're still in the process of building that out. Jim County, which is just north of Boise, they um, have been working on a highway to connect the main highway with the town across. And that is several years still out for the remaining half. So they're still in the process of buying land and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we went through LA one time and I, I don't know how much you drive through LA. I haven't done it in years actually, but every time you go through LA, they're always doing something on the freeway. It's always some big project. And we went by one time in like, 
I don't know, it was like noon on a Thursday and there was nobody around. And I was like to my husband, I think, I think they just got tired of it and they went home. It just never stops. You're just never completed. The, the freeway is never going to be big enough. It's just, let's just go home. Let's just forget this. Let's just leave this. And I mean, I feel like California is that way. I just, I, I, you, you got to actually, you've got to really give kudos to the optimism of Caltrans. They just keep trying, you know? Yeah. Um, now we do have something called uh, road season. So there, you know, there is a season that we do all of our road work. So no matter where you go, there is roads being worked on. Yeah. Yeah. But since our weather is so, you know, good here, I mean, it's, it's most of the time, unless it's really rainy. So um, what about taxes? What would, what would I not know about maybe property taxes or personal taxes? What What's the difference in taxes? Uh, well, the taxes, I mean, I don't remember anything California wise. Our state tax is 6%. Um, is that for just then, goods in general or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, gosh, I'm even trying to remember, uh, the things that you don't pay attention to our property taxes are significantly lower, I think, than California. So for, um, what are they based on? How do they come up with a rate? They have a levy rate, a levy rate that's based on, you know, the ambulance district or the fire district, the law enforcement, the sheriff, you know, all the different, um, rates that go into that. And then based on each area, um, they have their levy rate and then it's based on your assessed value. So, um, I'm trying to think of which one's the highest Canyon County has a higher, um, tax rate because they don't have the basis to pull from, whereas Ada County does. So their taxes are lower. Um, I'm sorry, Canyon County's lower. I'm saying it backwards. Canyon County price housing prices are higher, um, but the taxes are lower. Ada County, which is where Boise's at, it's the opposite. And that's because it's lower, so they have less to. Yeah, yeah. And what about, uh, I would imagine the cost of goods or are are better gas milk i mean how much is your gallon of gas four bucks five bucks talk about hate mail we're gonna talk about (laughs) gas prices uh no we're we're at like 450 okay so we're at like 360 i think right now yeah so it's not too far off i imagine a gallon of milk i don't buy milk but i think last time i checked it was pretty similar Okay. Um, you know, we still have to bring our stuff in or, I mean, we have dairy in the area too, but I don't remember there being a significant difference in the actual products themselves. The differences come in the housing prices, um, maybe insurance, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. What about, um, fruits and vegetables? And I mean, I live in the salad bowl, so I'm pretty spoiled. Yeah. You have seasons. Yeah, that stuff's no good. I remember yeah. one time buying an avocado in Chicago. It was like one of the worst experiences ever. I was just like, is it like hard as a rock. Yeah, and it was five dollars like oh, ten years yeah. ago. I was like, yeah. yeah, that would make total sense here. So spoiled, so spoiled. <laughs> um, okay, and you said insurance. Are there fire zones, flood zones? What, what, what? we have flood zones. We don't uh, fire zones. Yeah, but not necessarily here. So we may have it in the in the uh, foothills. Um, we do have a hundred year floodplain that runs around the Boise, mm-hmm. um, river that actually goes right through the valley, which is beautiful. It's how we got the nickname city of trees. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you look at us, we're, we're a desert. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, do you have um, drought issues? you have resource issues? Water? Um, what, what, what are other problems that we yeah. have? I mean, we ha- yeah, you have water. Yeah, we can run into water issues. Um, we have something called pressurized irrigation or to subdivisions, or we have irrigation um, water rights throughout the state. Um, so if you have irrigation that's delivered to your home, you pay a flat rate, for example. Um, it's like it could be anywhere from $100 to $300 a year, and you can water on the outside as much as you want from, say, May to October-ish. That's usually when they turn it off. Um, but when our water levels are low, they will turn it off earlier. Oh. So this year they did turn off our irrigation um, I think it was at the end of September. And so we had a month of, it was still warm outside and we had to pull up old, you know, manual sprinklers and connect them to our houses and use our house water, which is more expensive. Oh, I wish they'd do that here. I wish we could. So is that, you're not allowed to drink that? Is, not, is that non-potable water? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wish yeah. they'd do that here. They do that for construction to keep the dust down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another area adjacent to us has recycled water that gets used uh, more for the new developments because then they're, you know, they're piped that way for the yeah. for the recycled water. But, you know, Santa Cruz likes to argue. So that's what they spend their time on instead of solving the problem. So we don't have a water issue here at all. We have it. What's that? I said, I know we send it to you. No, no. It, for for the west side of Santa Cruz, it's in this big hill that's behind me. And you can yeah. walk down the street and it's just gushing out all year long. It's not a water problem. It's a storage problem. Ah. We have a, a very large uh, mountainside that will basin it. Um, but nobody can get their act together to, to put it in a decent basin. And they, they'll never build another dam so or build a basin to catch the water. So here we are. It's a storage thing. Yeah. Um, let's see what let's traffic was one of them that we talked about. So property taxes is good to know. Do you, and your outer lying areas, are you on septic? Um, the outer lying areas. Yes. Mm-hmm. You'll have septic and wells. Um, most places, I mean, you may actually have that in town in older neighborhoods. You could still have that. Um, but yeah, mostly in the outer line areas. And what's the biggest cost to homeowners here in California? It's really turned into a termite work and termite repairs based on the fact that we don't have lead paint anymore. So the termites are just running at it like crazy. And it's uh-huh. turned into that and, uh, some sewer work has become quite large cost for, for home buyers. It wasn't really there before. What, what kind of things do buyers run into? I don't, I can't think of anything that's really um, like nothing stands out. Now there's going to be different areas of the state that are going to have more radon issues, Ah, um, you know, or stronger water issues or snow load issues, that kind of stuff. Snow load on the house. mm -hmm, Yeah. Here in the Valley, we just don't, we don't have that many issues. I mean, really it, we had a dusting of snow this morning. So it was, uh, when I walked my dog at six this morning, it was a little slippery outside and I'm looking outside now and it's bright, sunny, and there's ev- absolutely everything is melted. What temperature is it? Uh, it is, let's see. Well, it says 39, but it sure looks like it's 70. 
39. Yeah. It's 55 here. We're an hour different, but it's 55 here. It's cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. So is there like a beginner town to going to Idaho? Like if you moved here, you could kind of figure it out and then you might look in other areas or people just kind of move in and that's where they stay? No, I think people come here and they, they look at the different areas. I think I have found that they're surprised at the outlying areas of Boise. Um, I'm speaking more to that because that's where I live. Um, what surprises? I think, I think there, there are um, towns that have previously had a bad rap. So sometimes I'll get asked about crime. And of course, as a realtor, I, I balance that really, really well and not steering. And, uh, but one thing I do say is, listen, our crime is not what you, what you experience in California. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't knock on wood. We had our first mass shooting this year. I mean, I'm sorry you even have to, I'm sorry. That's even a thing. Me too, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't, I mean, my last house, I left the back door, my storm door locked and my dog came and went and I, in four years, never shut my back door. That's just an example. I mean, it's just a different kind of crime. So my point was that there are some smaller towns in the area that have had bad reps wraps from years ago where they had maybe some gang problems. Mm. Um, but they're nothing like what me and you would say. This is a, this uh. is a crime problem. Yeah. Yeah. I actually looked at the crime stats i kind of stumbled into them and ended up looking at them and went oh god I just kind of turned it off i was like i can't look at that that's not i live in a little bubble and i lock my car and my front door and yeah um i'm not in the gang we have a lot of gang stuff here in certain areas that could kind of play out even in i i'm living in the same area i grew up in and the, the same things happen all the time they'll go through your car they love opportunity but yeah. it's really easy to thwart that. But then every once in a while, there was one a couple of years ago, there'll be a gang shooting on a busier road close to us. And it's just like, okay, I guess it's been a couple of years. Got to get it in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you, have you had anybody come from California and they're just like, oh God, this wasn't what I thought. I'm, I'm I can't do it. Or I need, you know, just had anybody trouble, had uh, acclimating. They were, Sure. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I mean, if you are more on the liberal side and you move to outlying areas and maybe you're, um, I hate to say a little bit less tolerant of, you know, conservative views, then that may be a little bit more of a struggle for you, for sure. Um, and now, of course, I'm overgeneralizing and stereotyping. Um, but we, I mean, I have had... Some people, you know, say like, I'm moving back um, for, you know, I just miss the weather or yeah. it's too cold, you know, and that kind of stuff. And where are your sellers? I, I, I would imagine you don't have a lot of people moving back or moving back or even moving out of the state. But if you've had a few listings, where are they moving? Where are they going? I have had some move back to California, actually. Um, Montana. Sometimes Washington, that's changed more since COVID because they are, uh, I think, equal or worse than California. Um, Texas, is that one going to get me shot? Um, what, for Washington? Oh, you mean the mask thing? 
the mask, just the COVID, the restrictions, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I think those are the have been the top. I think we got put back on a mask mandate when we go out in public, but it wasn't a big deal because everybody was doing it anyway. Everybody just stayed with their mask. I, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody crowing about it out there somewhere, but for the most part, we we just didn't stop. Yeah, and see, here, we don't really wear masks. So when I just went on vacation to Hawaii and we had to wear masks, you know, to travel, I've got pimples because <laughs> I'm not used to wearing a mask. Yeah, I get them in here. Yeah. Yeah, I get them. Um, and I forget. I showed property the other night and I totally forgot my mask. And then... Um, Luckily, the stores don't give you a hard time now. They just you just ask them for a mask, and they give you one if you forget. So they take care of yeah. you that way. Uh, what's Montana like? You have people move to Montana. That... It's just more. Uh, I've only visited a few times. We have a team there as well, but it's more rural. You know, mountains. It's beautiful. It has a lot more snow than mm. we get in the Boise area, but you would definitely get that kind of snow up in northern Idaho and towards Pocatello. Do you have people that kind of summer other places or in the neighboring states or Arizona, 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 Utah? Yeah. 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 They may do that. And I I think we kind of went over a reality check. We talked about traffic, property tax, anything else you can think of that people just weren't prepared for? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I'll, I'll share a couple things. I mean, perfect. I think generally speaking, people, um, move to Idaho because they want a better place to live, better place to raise their family. Um, you know, whatever that ideal situation is that they are wanting to move. Um, and then they kind of, they come here and they're used to what they're used to, right? Like I kind of mentioned this when we chatted earlier, they're used to what they're used to. And when, you are educating others or trying to come up with solutions to challenges. You are sharing what you know, which by the way, if you're moving from California are solutions from California. And yeah, yeah, we, we don't want California solutions in Idaho. So whether they're great or not, generally speaking, we want to find solutions that work here and, we want people that come here and appreciate it and remember why they fell in love when they visited Idaho and not try and change it. So an example of that would be, um, we don't, we used to not have, it's become more, more frequent, I guess, to be in a subdivision where there are no fences because we just like openness and, um, you know, it's just pretty, but, that's one of the questions I used to get asked a lot um, in the last 10 years. Like, why are there no fences? I have to have my, I have to have my space. This is mine. Well, okay. Welcome to Idaho. We're not like that. <laughs> so just, you know, I mean, your neighbors aren't going to come roaming in your yard necessarily. Um, but if, if you haven't mowed in a while, they may come over and offer to help. Right. That's so nice. it's that mindset of this is my space and I don't want you in my space that could probably loosen up a little bit. Um, when I moved into my house, I was kind of researching the area and found out that they didn't really even have fences in my neighborhood till I think the late 50s. Mm. And then when you look at the backyards on the older trees, you can see everybody had different trees. So one neighbor would have persimmon. This this house had plums and apple. 
And then the other one had pear and they, they were basically an orchard share. And so nobody had, you didn't have two persimmon trees. There is now, but there's fences in between them and neither house uses all those persimmons. I mean, I don't really want the neighbors in my yard, but I could see the beauty in that where you would have all these edibles that everybody could kind of share. Yeah. Yeah. Generally people are very, very nice here. I mean, people still say, good morning. Mm-hmm. How are you? Have a great day or wave at you. Um, and when you are walking by people, people will actually acknowledge you. If you are um, broken down on the side of the road, someone's going to stop wow. and, and help you. I mean, it's just that kind of stuff still happens here. Yeah, we're too afraid of serial killers here. I was just kidding. Yeah, we we have plenty of friendly people in our neighborhood, but we have plenty of people that won't meet meet the eye either. You know, they just they just keep going. But you wouldn't know it by doing the podcast. But I'm a huge introvert, and people don't say anything to me. I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm I good. Um, yeah, people say you know people say people are friendly here. I think they're they're friendly enough. I. I did just recently go to San Francisco and I, I definitely did not get a f- friendly vibe there Yeah, at all. So I, I there certain pockets for sure. I think Santa Cruz by and large is pretty nice. Problem is we have a lot of nuts here and you can't tell by looking at them if that person is going to turn out to be crazy or not. So I think that kind of keeps people kind of closed because they're not really sure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't think it's that they're mean. You just don't know who's crazy. I think that's. That's part of the problem. Now I'll tell you just uh, some of the positive things about the area, yeah. right? So, I mean, I if I were into fishing, I could pull a pole and go right down the road and pop it in a pond because wow. um, they're all, um, you know, they're stocked with fish or there's rivers that run close. And I mean, if you're into fishing, that's great. If you're into hunting, this is the place to be. Every dating app, that's all I see. What, is, your, what do your they dips. hunt for? Oh, good God. I don't know. All the stuff they hunt for? I'm not a hunter. I'm from California. Well, we imagine they hunt for people. I'm just checking. No. <laughs> no Everybody's running with a gun shooting. I, you know. <laughs> you know. I'm not. I'm not. So <laughs> that's not my thing. But outdoors is plentiful here. Um, boating, you know, swimming, skiing. We have a ski resort that's um, right above Boise. Um, Bogus Basin, it's a 45-minute drive. Um, so the recreation is phenomenal for all that stuff. And that's very seasonal. So that's May to September kind of thing? or Yeah. It, uh, well, oh, you mean the water stuff? Yeah. The water stuff, yeah. But you could ski. Um, what, what do you do? What do you, what's your kind of? I sell real estate. I know. <laughs> Trust me, no, I, I know. I know. You know, I love to travel. I love camping. Um, I just don't get to do the camping as much. We had know, a bear and... eat all our food. My husband wouldn't camp after that. Oh, gosh. You know, that, that thing be... was only three feet tall. I mean, it was he was smaller than Winnie the Pooh. And he ate everything. My husband, done. Gosh. That was it. And that was like 20 <laughs> years ago. Um, I walk. I mean, we, we live here next to this beautiful ocean. I, we walk by the ocean or I walk around my area and I can see the ocean. But I don't go do all the stuff you can do here. You can mountain bike. You can, I mean, you can just do everything. And I'm just happy to be outside here really for the most part and 
but I don't do all the stuff that you can do here. There's, there's a green belt that runs through town. I mean, through the whole county. Oh, so you and must so have a lot of running. runners then. That sounds like that would be fun. Well, we have runners, bikers, yeah. um, but that green belt, I mean, you could, I could get on it here in Eagle and go all the way 17, 18 miles down uh, into the reservoir wow. area. So that part, that's great. Do you have a couple months out of the year where you really just can't be outside much? Do you get? That's... No, not really. Wow. Not really. I mean, if you don't, you know, well, I mentioned when we started, I walk my dog at six in the morning Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's this morning, it was 27 degrees, Put it, just put a coat on, go walk her. I feel completely safe as a solo woman walking at night by myself. Yeah. I would do it with a dog around here, but I wouldn't do it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't consider my yellow lab very protective, but yeah. You never know. Um, <laughs> they're threatened. Uh, and you moved up there. How long did it take you to kind of get used to all the different stuff? Or we did you just take right to it and everything was great? Were you cold for a little while? Hmm, that's a good question. I don't remember necessarily being cold. Um, it does, though, every season. You know, you kind of go through that, oh, it's cold now. Um, and then you get used to it and then you're fine. Matter of fact, uh, I will say that when I first moved here, we don't really get as much snow as people think here in the valley. Now, minus the snowmageddon that we had a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, but generally speaking, so it was my uh, first real winter here. I had just moved into my house. I had a three-car garage. So, you know, you have a three-car driveway, right? And it has snowed. And uh, so I got the morning, took the kids to school, went to the gym, came home, and I'm like, I'm going to shovel this snow. And I got about half of it done and decided I needed a break. Went in, took a break, took a shower, came back out to finish. It was already melted. So then I realized I'm never going to shovel anything in the morning. You do it at nighttime before it refreezes, and chances are it's going to be melted anyway. Wow. Now that's something I would not know. That's. That's a big one right there. I would not know that. Wow. I would just imagine it snows. That's why I even asked. Is it it snows and you're snowed in or, you know? No, we barely get uh, snow days here in the Boise area. Now, in, in other parts of the state, as you move east, they may, they may, they will have more snow. Or when you go north, they will have more snow. But here in the, I mean, our, I think we're at 2,000, 2,200 sea level. Okay. Well, well. I think we've covered it all. Okay. Any stories about Idaho? Any other fun stories? Hmm. I can't think of any any really good specific ones. Other okay. I think I told you this one about the tractor. Yeah, that's a good one though. Um, when I was driving to an appointment um a couple weeks ago and I got stuck behind a big tractor. And so big that it almost covered the entire two lane highway. And I'm driving down, you know, pretty, pretty busy highway. Um, and the cars are stacking up behind me and you could see them looking, trying to pass, you know, they want to pass and <laughs> it's not, passing's not going to happen. Like farm equipment is all around. So we're, we're surrounded by farming and ag. You just have to be okay with it and slow down and take a deep breath and, Give yourself some extra time. You know, 
after we got off the call, I forgot, you know, Idaho used to be a big potato state. I be, yeah. I, is it still, I don't think of it that way anymore now. No, it's, it's not our number one anymore. Oh, matter of fact, I should, I should have looked actually what our number one is. We're actually big into, we have tech, we have ag, and we have a lot of manufacturing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. How did that all do in COVID? Um, any, well, anything with supply chain obviously is an issue. Mm. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I don't know specifically. I mean, things obviously slowed down anything service-wise shut down, but, um, I don't know specifically how the tech and, and the ag stuff went during COVID. So for me, what tech did was I was getting phone calls of, I can work from home. And they, and they don't want me back. So I need to find a house that's going to have a good office in it. And I sold probably three to four houses over the last two years. Oh, no, probably more. That, that they were specific of, well, we're working from home. And this is, okay. you know, well, so it really changed. Case, yes, I would 100% agree with you. That's why we boomed so much. Because people could found out they could work anywhere. And if they're, if they can work anywhere, why wouldn't they work somewhere that's um, more, that's more financially reasonable and they can still have that big house and still be close to everything. I mean, our airport is super easy and it's not too difficult to fly into California or the neighboring States. So why not? Yes, we did have a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. We'll tell people how they can find you. Sure. So um, well, my name is Michelle Bailey, so you can Google Michelle Bailey in Boise and you will definitely find me. I'm the only one. Um, my number is 208-949-3288. And you can actually pull me up on uh, Instagram. I'm Michelle Sells Idaho, Selling Idaho. And um, if you can always pull me up on Facebook too, Michelle Vines Bailey. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I thank you for coming on. I, I'm sold. I think I'd, I, can, I can't, I can't not be by water though. So that's the curse of Santa Cruz is, and I, and I work with a lot of people who went to school here and they couldn't get it out of their head. They had to come back however sure. hard it was. So that that's definitely the curse of our area is that it's very hard to, to forget. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful there. I've been there and I get that. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice chatting with you.